Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I am your host, Jeffrey Peck. And this week, Chris Wilson from New Zealand and I, we have a really in-depth discussion about the Akashic Records and the benefits in accessing this information. So I had interviewed um, Susan Brochen uh, earlier this year, and I thought I knew, well, well I thought I knew a lot about him. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, like I said in the, in, the, um, in the interview, you know, I, I guess my level of knowledge might be, you know, kindergartner, grade school, but um, the things that we talked about, the places that we went that I really had no idea uh, and I absolutely love, um, very cool, very cool. Uh, we can go to the, the records and ask about the, extra, uh, the extraterrestrials and what they're doing here and how they're helping us. And, and oh my gosh, I mean, there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot to dive into. Um, so many times we have questions about maybe we're struggling with physical challenges, mental challenges, uh, health challenges, maybe relationships, uh, economic hardship, finances, um, or maybe we're just curious to know the nature of our own personal spiritual development. Like what is my purpose in life? Right? Well, anyway, the Akashic records, this is like all of this information is available in there and and it's really amazing chris also did a five minute meditation for us to quiet our minds and connect us with an aspect of ourselves from a previous life lived where we fully successfully completed our soul's mission i mean this little meditation uh, it's separate from the actual interview on YouTube. And I mean, just to be able to access that energy within us, that energy of success, knowing confidence. I mean, it, it's very cool. I, I highly recommend take a look at the YouTube, um, video of this meditation. I think it's like eight minutes long because we talked about it afterwards. Um, Chris, since 2011, she's been working in the Akashic records. She's been helping people to see the bigger picture of their lives and to understand their soul mission and journey. She facilitates soul healing to remove energetic imprints and residue of past lives and current life trauma even. She connects them with their soul and their future potentials. So there's just so much accessible to us within the Akashic Records. I mean, way more than I had even thought about previously. Um, so this is a really great episode. Thank you everybody for being here. Also, please remember June 16th at 4.30 Pacific, Something Super Spiritual goes live on YouTube and I have two special guests joining me to kick it off. Kevin Lewis, the healing medium and Travis Hope from Seattle. I, both of them have been on the show and they're both super fun, incredible psychic mediums and just a, a true joy to be around. So please join us if you can. And, and if not, watch the replay. All right, you guys, thanks again for being here. And we'll be back in touch real soon. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. So. Chris Wilson, it is so great to see you and meet you like this. You come with such high regard. I, I was emailed about six times from our mutual friend, Susan Brochen. You got to get a hold of Chris. You got to get a hold of Chris. You got to get a hold of Chris. <laughs> so I'm very grateful to have you here with us today to talk about the Akashic Records. 
I find it so fascinating. And uh, people ask me often, uh, you know, what I know about the Akashic Records. And, you know, I, I'm I'm at about a, a grade school, you know, level of education <laughs> when it comes to the Akashic Records. So, you know, you know what I was actually, I was going to read, I was going to read this, but you know what, let's, let's, why don't you tell us, give us an introduction as to where you came from with respect to spirituality. Has spirituality always been at the forefront of your mind since a child, or is this something that kind of like blossomed in, in middle age? Well, as a child, it wasn't really, because I didn't. I used to sit in church and think, that's not true. Jesus wouldn't have agreed with that. <laughs> and I have had a lifetime, an aspect, soul aspect of me was around, you know, when Jesus around, was around. And I used to sit there thinking, oh. Um, but as a child, I always had a, a feeling that I had something really important to teach in this lifetime. And it wasn't really till I tried church again. <laughs> in my 30s and um wasn't right and one day I had this revelation that you know religious and religion and spirituality are different and that I didn't need to go to church and I could actually just sit in my garden yeah. <laughs> and connect with and so probably in the 90s the 1990s and a lot of people listening to this probably weren't even born um I connected and um yeah, and I, then it became a really important part of my life, but I kept it a bit hidden. I started out teaching conscious parenting. I created a course which was designed to build up self-esteem of parents and children because to me, you know, that was the most important thing. I thought the best parents are ones that really love and believe in themselves. So I didn't sort of, wasn't overtly spiritual, but you could always sort of tell the little parents in the room who were open, so you just... But one of the reasons I did that as well was because I had three children, three young children, and my oldest daughter uh, at that time was really struggling. And, you know, I used all the techniques of conscious parenting, like we had family meetings, and <laughs> I went, I pulled out all the stops with my parenting. But, you know, my daughter Alice, just she just didn't love herself at all. It did nothing, you know, to build up her self-esteem. So to me, I thought, well, it's something deeper than this it's almost like something that you bring in with you you know when you come in and yeah. I always felt with my daughter and I've written about this in my books that's the first one mainly with the book um about um it's like she came in with like a shadow hanging over her she just didn't want to be here and she she always found life hard and she got bullied and so and at the end of 2007 everything sort of came to a head and she had like a massive breakdown and something had happened to her like a couple of years earlier that had parallels with the past life trauma that she brought in, you know, to this lifetime to try to move beyond. Sure. <laughs> but I didn't know this at the time and she just didn't want to be here anymore. And I won't go into too much detail, but she was just actively self-harming and trying to leave the planet mm -hmm. like for years. And the only thing we could do to keep her safe we were, you know, we were really distraught. My husband and I were just a whole family. Sure. <laughs> and um, the only thing, she ended up having to be locked, almost locked up in a psych ward for three years to keep her, you know, really. And it was really, really a very dark time in my life. So sort of three years into that, um, we sort of moved house and we were living by a beach and I'd go for walks and the Akashic records just kept popping up. I'd read about them. Because when I first sort of embraced spirituality, I read every book I could lay my hands on. Oh, I know <laughs> and, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I read, I was widely reading the Akashic Records kept popping in and I thought, God, I think the answer to what's going on is in there. And I think the answer, it's a soul question and the answers are in the Akashic Records. So I need to access them. So I went online and I found Linda Howe in Canada and I, I learned her method method. I don't teach her method mm -hmm. <laughs> or and the way I connect with the records is quite different to her now, but that got me started and I'll always be grateful to her for that. Um, she's written a book, How to Read the Akashic Records, I think it's called. So that yep. started me off. And what I know, so immediately I went in and I asked all these questions about, go, why am I my daughter's mother? What do I have, you know, why is this happening? I, you can't open someone's Akashic record without their permission. Mm -hmm. and you know she wouldn't give permission then that was fine like I was 
but I got a lot of answers through my Akashic record. And I looked at our soul contract and and eventually she did make me access hers and I just found um like I didn't push her, but she did. And I've you know, the answers were she'd had this she came in with this huge soul trauma from her most recent past life and many other lifetimes before that. And the incident that triggered everything, you know, in this life was very similar to, you know, those incidents. And um and honor what I've mainly in my first book, the main message is that when we're really uh, suffering on a human level, on a soul level, it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> and this was perfect because what she'd come in to do was to move beyond all this trauma. And so, of course, what happens is you have a similar incident in your current life that sort of triggers it all and brings it all up. And it has has taken years, but she's in a much better place now. And, um, you know, she's still... Yeah, so so things have sort of gone. My second book's called Tra Tragic to Magic, but it's not all about my daughter. So basically what happened then is, you know, the Akashic Records, I got all the answers to the questions, but I think the, the biggest way they helped me was through their energy because they are, what I've discovered is that they're a pure portal to fifth dimensional energy, which of course is the exact same quantum energy that we're moving into as a planet. And they just lifted, nothing changed outwardly. We still, you know, we had to, all these terrible, terrible things were happening. Um, but I felt a lot better. It's like they sort of lifted me up. It's like they comforted me, they calmed me, they relieved the stress, and I was coping so much better. And so the energy is just fantastic. And they helped me in lots of ways, uh, the Akashic Records. And so I just have thought, well, if they can help me, they can help everybody. And right. um, that sort of, that sort of that got me on the path and that was I sort of really discovered them in 2010 in 2011 I started just giving readings and now I teach classes and do lots you know a lot more than that okay okay the, um all right so the Akashic records you go into this ethereal space for answers to questions if I what oh sorry and and so I was just going to ask for for those who might be listening who haven't quite understood or heard Akashic record. Yeah. What's a what's a, a, a an easy definition of the Akashic records? I know I haven't really said that. So the Akashic records are an energetic record of every experience we have ever had as souls on earth. Okay. They used to be like sort of limit the preserve of just a few. Yep. And some of people may have heard of Edgar Case or Casey. Yes. Who um, was able to access them but in that old energy, like it wasn't, many people weren't really allowed to access access them. But what's happened in the last 20 or so years is that they've been opened up much more widely and they're really on trend now. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the moment, their moment has come. And, um, you know, but you do have to have purity of intent. You know, they don't, but you, but of course, most people that decide they want to access or learn how to open them do have that. So they, you have to sort of come from the right heart space. But oh, sure. I sort of feel people aren't really attracted to learning in this. They, um, you know, they come they come from this space. And so, um, yeah, so how I open them is I've got like something I call the access intention and it's pure words. But the words were sort of channeled through and they seem, you know, they do the trick. <laughs> kind of like a prayer. And, yeah, it's like a prayer, but it's sort of an intention statement because the thing about the energy of the records, which is is it's quantum, I think the most powerful attribute of quantum energy, and this sort of connects us to the whole ascension process too, is that it reacts, responds directly to our intention. So you sort of, if you say the words, it's almost like, right, and all the sort of quantum little elements out there sort of rally around to sort of, you know, give you the answer or retrieve the information. or So I just say words, but always in the first class, I take people, you know, to the place on the other side of the veil where the Akashic records are, and it's like a big library, mm -hmm. and it's called the Hall of Records, And but it takes about 20 minutes, and I always say, look, you don't have to do this, but some of them like to visualise, yeah. and, and I always say to them too, you don't have to keep saying my words, you know, use my method, but, you know, your words are probably more powerful. So if you want to, 
you know, change them. And a lot of people, particularly if they move on with the training and become practitioners and the records and things, you know, they'll create their own statement. So, so that's, it's really, really simple. And the only thing is the energy is not really static. It's very dynamic. And so if you're giving a reading for yourself, like you can't, you have to connect with the energy and start it moving. You can't sit like you're in an exam room and wait for the answers to come into your head because it's a very, it's from the heart. Mm -hmm. And you'd probably relate to that doing the work you do. Because mm -hmm. it's sort of it's almost like you've got to put like yourself out on one side. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um and that's what I've learned how to do. And I just live my whole life, most of my life. I try to live like that now, and it's a lot easier, I must say. <laughs> yeah. When you're accessing the Akashic records, uh, you're in a meditation state. A meditative state? Oh, no, I'm just sitting sitting oh. at home on my chair with like a drink. <laughs> oh, okay. Totally, okay. I'm totally me and do, I just say the words. Yeah. Do you and, do you uh, do you see do you what do you see then? How, what's your experience? Like I'm trying to understand well, like Well, well, it's different with like with me, I get words really easily. Okay. You know? So I will get I will get words usually. And sometimes, like I'm working with a client and like I can't get it, I've sort of opened their Akashic record and then I've, not much is coming. So then I might say, you know, it is the 30th of May, you know, what's 30th of May or whatever the date is. And then it does come. But most people, I get something. And sometimes it's just like a third eye sort of vision. Yeah. It's yeah. not always about us past lives. It's not. Because when I open someone's Akashic record, I ask what's it important for them to know right now. Mm-hmm. But some of them have got like a something from a past life that needs to be cleared or dealt with. So every person is different. And I just get a sense. And once I start talking, like the words just, the words just come. And it's best, like, if I don't think about it. Sure. Oh, always. <laughs> yeah. You, always. You know, and, <laughs> and because I've done it for so long, like, it's really easy for me. But it's also, like, easy for the people I teach. Like, in every class, there might be, you know, most people can easily managed to do it and it's just so simple and quite a few of my students are already accessing the records anyway they don't realize it because yeah. you know within our so-called junk dna which i don't call junk anymore but it's non-coding mm -hmm. like the dna is one of those strands and these are the strands that are being activated in the process of ascension which will sort of take us from being limited little human beings to sort of expansive soul uh, being so one of the layers is the akashic record in there and the all that akashic information is also in our macabre field that surrounds our bodies so a lot of healers just pick up on it anyway yeah yeah and so yeah so i i find it so fascinating because uh years ago in 2006 i became attuned to reiki and that was my that was my ignition. I mean, the side effect for me was it ignited all the spiritual senses. So since then, you know, I've been on this constant seeking and and experiencing what my role is with this spiritual work. Um, and and I think that I I'm very visual. I'm very visual. So I when I go into meditation and I go places, you know, I see a lot, um, which I. I do believe our, you know, it's on the other side, it's over there, wherever there is, <laughs> you know, but I remember, I specifically remember being in this meditation where I was suddenly in this place. It was so beautiful. It, I mean, it was, it was mountainy. It was like snow capped mountains in the distance. I would imagine it to be like maybe what, what Switzerland might look like or, or Austria, you know, where it was really green in the valleys and snow capped tops on the, on the, on the Alps. Um, and there were humongous stone buildings that looked almost Greek, right? And this man walked up to me with, you know, this, what you would imagine this like um, master would look like, almost like a wizard vibe, like a um, um, long beard, long hair, you know, long robe. And he walked me up to this this building, but this building was enormous. I mean, like the doors looked like they were stories, stories tall. And he just so easily just opened up this humongous door. And there was like these halls of books, really big books. Yeah. And I mean, huge, right? Not just like a, a regular book that we would hold in our hands. 
So I think that a lot of that was maybe symbolic or um, metaphoric. But um, what do you think about that? I mean, did do you think I that think I would? Been, I, I think you've been to the Hall of Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. And when I take people there, like I get them to connect with a keeper of the records um, that's going to help them with their work and the records. And a lot of them look a lot like, you know, that master that you saw. So, um, and I love what you said about igniting. I, I love your story about being in your wardrobe with your Reiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> igniting that. Because one thing I just want to add is that what I'm finding, particularly in the last few years with my students, is it's almost like the Akashic Records are sort of gateway and they ignite, you know, their spiritual senses. They're almost like they're a match. You strike the match and it's just like, Phew. and that opens them up to all their other abilities. But what I feel is a lot of us at the moment, we've got it all sitting there, but we don't know how to access or, or how to use it. And so, you know, accessing the Akashic Records is one way. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a pathway and it's a safe it's sort of a safe pathway because it's beautiful, loving, compassionate energy. So it's sort of a safe way to do it. But what's happening now with my students, like a lot of them combine the Akashic records with their own modalities. So there's a lot of Reiki, talking of Reiki, like mm -hmm. Reiki healers and things like that. But the thing the beauty of the Akashic records is it's like you can bring the soul into the equation and they can be combined with things, a lot of things like EFT, theta healing. Reiki, like they're bringing it in and just so it sort of takes almost takes their abilities and their work to a whole new level and you know I just feel that true healing does can't take place unless you go to this level of it, you're doing it from the level of the soul Love that. you go mm -hmm. to that seat of the soul and mm -hmm. for that you know for that you really do need some Akashic information you know but um is yeah what okay so you had mentioned earlier you're you're talking about like your daughter's experience for instance um bringing through past life traumas that are meant to be uh, addressed and healed in this lifetime and uh working through all that through the heart and uh into the fifth dimension fifth dimensional energy um it's really interesting because you know i, I talked to so many people about all things spiritual, right? I mean, all the different modalities and pathways and, you know, there it's there's so many different roads all going to the same place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it, yeah. It, it's it's true. And you've got the people who do the the quantum healing, the QHHT, quantum healing uh, yeah, therapy. I, you do that too? Well, I used to. I trained with Dolores. She came to my with town. Dolores and I Cannon, right. <laughs> she loves New Zealand you see yeah she doesn't she's not around anymore but she actually came to Wellington where I live in New Zealand twice and I did her classes like years ago yeah, yeah. so so <laughs> accessing you know past lives through the hypnosis and uncovering those traumas that you know we're we're struggling with today and we're moving through and whatever um and then another pathway being the Akashic Records going into those and and I love it. Like giving someone a regression, I quite like because it means that, you know, you, they come out with, and it's really empowering. Mm -hmm. What I tend to do is I sort of see what the issues are <laughs> mm -hmm. when I open their Akashic record and talk with them. And then we work, you know, to, to clear. I do a lot of clearing, healing, releasing of just old programming, you know, from, from lifetimes in a lower vibrational third dimensional energy. We can't like carry all the baggage of sort of limit of limiting beliefs, old fears, trauma, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, patterns that are sabotaging us. We cannot carry th those dense, that baggage, you know, into the higher vibration. So, right. as you can see, at, at the middle on this pl on this planet at the moment, we're in this huge releasing, purging. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's not really that comfortable. And I think COVID was a great catalyst, but it's but it, and so even if you know, like here. Yeah. what's going on it's still a difficult time but what I teach uh, my students is I teach them tools for helping release you know the imprints I've worked with Saint Germain a lot and yeah. teach them how to, do it, how to do it as well and what will quite often happen is, you know sometimes I'll open someone's Akashic record and I'll see like in my third eye like a past life self that's just completely you know not at peace is struggling is suffering and obviously really impacting, you know, the person now yeah. and they just wanting to, you know, wanting to be moved on. So I take them through a little process where they talk 
to this past life self and bring them to an absolute state of peace so they can actually understand that what they went through was needed and it was just a part of the path. There was wisdom, but, you know, what they did wasn't in vain. It planted seeds for the future, that the, the current present day version of them, you know, actually carries their legacy. And so what I do, but quite a few people have these past life aspects draining on them. And sometimes it's not one, like it might be a whole group oh, sure. <laughs> of past life aspects that have been persecuted throughout time. So then you bring in the whole group, but you can't go around and talk to them individually. <laughs> you talk to them as a group, but you bring them to a state of peace and understanding. So then instead of draining the person and blocking them from moving forward, they're actually assist, they will help. You know, they're going to help. And, you know, we, we don't leave that past life aspect till they're sort of smiling. And mm -hmm. like when they say, oh, they look happy, they're smiling. I'm like, phew. <laughs> but, yeah, so so I do that a lot and I teach that technique because it's quite a powerful one. So it sort of combines a bit like a regression visualization yeah. with um, just powerful words that sort of, you know, can affect, affect the healing. Why do and, you suppose we carry these traumas? from life to life why why well the thing is we've always had them well human beings have you know loved hurting each other basically this planet in a lower vibration which we've yeah. been in for thousands of years yeah uh except for a few little times like in you know golden atlantis we weren't in yeah yeah but it's probably been 3d and we've well we've just hurt each other there's just you know we've we've competed we've been greedy you know we've um, manipulated we've killed mm. and this is what we're trying to transcend now and we will you mm. know we're going to do it like they did it in the Pleiades they're trying to help us we, we're here this is what we're going through to get beyond this and just to stop you know all these sort of baser like little human behaviors so if you're an old soul which I suspect you are <laughs> and everyone's an old soul because if you're not an old soul on this planet you're an old soul from somewhere else. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, there's not like a hierarchy, but you'll have layers and layers and layers and layers. And some of us, you know, have and have had lifetimes where we've had these gifts that have made us a bit different and, you know, and when things go wrong, you know, people always want to, in a community, people will point the finger and they want yep. to find a scapegoat. And so there's a lot of my clients that have had these experiences. So it's about sort of helping them release all that. And, and sort of turning it around so it's seen as sort of a, a good thing. And, you know, there's at the moment, like trauma is sort of the buzzword and there's some amazing, you know, new trauma modalities. And, you know, my daughter has been really helped by EMDR. Um, oh, and, sure. And so trauma is fantastic, but it's like the whole world's got PTSD, the whole human race, and we have because we're not just letting go of our current life trauma, and a lot of most of us have had some, but it's from all our lifetimes, so it's like massive, but it doesn't have to be a long, rigorous process. You know, it can be quick, and we're not doing it alone because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of spiritual beings that are assisting, and yeah. um, extra, also extraterrestrials, <laughs> energies as well. I love that. So any, I love that. So the thing about if you've got your cash at records open with somebody, like even if it's I haven't got mine open, but I'm say giving you a session, mm -hmm. yours is open. Yours is open. So we're in the sort of beautiful force field of quantum fifth dimensional energy. And one of the attributes of it, apart from the intention being powerful, is that anything else quantum sort of almost comes alive and activated the minute you're in there. So the quantum, you can heal the body, you know, this, the quantum elements of our body are basically the cellular intelligence, but also, you know, the non-coding DNA. It is, so you can work with that. You can do physical healing any, and also the emotional healing as well. And, you know, spirit can come in easily because you've got this, you're in this beautiful bubble, high vibration bubble, the ascended masters, the angelic realms. Yeah. extraterrestrials if you want them like it's yeah so it's and yeah so it's a lovely healing you know it's a lovely healing safe healing space with respect to the soul and we have all of these experiences in our lives past lives future lives today's life life yesterday <laughs> you know so we all struggle with challenges 
uh, whether, like you were saying earlier, imprints, imprints from childhood or imprints from past lives. What What is the point? What is the point to all of this, do you suppose? I think I think we've all chosen on a soul level to come into an experiment. What I understand on this planet, a lot of us, the old souls, we've been here for thousands of years, just reincarnating, reincarnating, reincarnating. But the soul is huge, so there's always bits and pieces of us elsewhere. What I understand on a deep level, what I've heard is, and it does resonate with me, is that it's sort of like an experiment, but... You know, if we successfully get through it and are able to transition into the fifth dimensional and ascend, you know, our wisdom, our experiences, souls is going to help so many other places, yeah, like yeah. out there in the universe and, and in the galaxy. So it's it's a very unique experience in planet Earth. Yeah. Because we feel like we feel emotions intensely. We come in here, like before we come, we can see the plan. We think, yeah, I'd love that to happen. Yeah, no. You know, I'll get um, attacked when I'm 14. You know, you tick all those boxes. But when you actually arrive here, you forget all of that, you know, and we have to navigate it. And so it's a very, very, as you know, like it's a very difficult school. And the people that are here at the moment, like all of us who are here on earth at this time, are not really here probably to put our feet up <laughs> yeah. and relax. We've all got a job to do because it's mm-hmm. just we've been waiting thousands of years for this. And the thing is... We're going through it so quickly, like basically since like it was building up, but the 21st of December 2012, it sort of really kicked off and the Mayans said, oh, that's the end of the world. And it was, but it was the end of that 3D world of suffering. And some of the teachers I follow, I'll say who I like, I like Diana Cooper, but also Tim Wilde in, in, in the UK lives in Dorset. Anyway, they, they sort of say it's going to take about 10 years, but it's not really linear time. Right. So we'll be mainly through this process by 2032. And so it's very like the Pleiadians apparently went through this two, two million years ago, but it took much longer. <laughs> so we're really fast tracking it. And so the purpose is just really an experiment, but it's also to gain wisdom. It will help others out there. And it's, you know, to, to, if you put your hand up for planet Earth, pat yourself on the back because you know it takes a lot of courage it's not an easy oh i agree (laughs) and people have to understand there's a much bigger picture yeah because and that's what i feel i help people do like i don't talk all about the planet to every client but there's a much much bigger picture and once you see that bigger picture and where you fit in it really can give you hope and it can help you understand and and give you the will to keep going and Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what the Akashic Records are really good at, giving that bigger picture. Um, so if I understand correctly, uh, the Akashic Records are records of everything that was, is, will be, right? Is that like... Yeah, they've got they've got the potentials for the future as well as it's not just past lives, but, but the future potentials, of course, are what we're creating. Okay. Because quantum energy, we create our own reality. Really. Right. Oh, okay. So thank you. That's exactly where I was leading with this. So, <laughs> okay. so if so if, if it's everything that what that has happened that is happening and it and it's it's much bigger than just us as as souls, people, it's places, countries, animals, planets. I mean, all that stuff. We feel that people come. We come into this life with a soul plan. Right, we we come into this life with a soul plan, um, yep. and then obviously we get here. the The veil of amnesia happens, and and here we go, try to stumbling through the dark to to figure it out. Right, <laughs> um, yeah, where then, it, where in all of that does free will lie? Well, um, the thing about being human is we do have freedom of choice. And in other places, apparently, they you know they don't. And the human experience is unique. One of the way, reasons it's unique is because we have that freedom of choice, <clears throat> and that's a difficulty <laughs> because you know you can get completely off track. And I have had many lifetimes where I've got off track, and I probably would not be doing 
what I'm doing now if it wasn't for my last lifetime that got very off, off track. Sure. But we haven't all been these wonderful, fantastic, you know, pure little people. Like in my last lifetime, I was pulled into something which I sort of knew was wrong. And so this lifetime for me was during World War II. And I wasn't really a bad person, but I got sort of hooked into um, things uh, in Germany. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. And it's interesting because my daughter's last life was in a camp in Germany. So there's sort of a parallel there. So, oh. so this, and, and the old, the concentration camps, like I'm not speaking like, because all the suffering, it was just dreadful. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that keep popping up in my family and have, you know, I knew in that lifetime. So that's part of the plan too. So in a lot of ways, this lifetime has sort of been about redemption. But I don't think if I'd been through that and felt so heartbroken and heartsick and depressed at the end of my life before this one, I'd be doing what I am now because it almost, it's been like a springboard because I just remember almost from the day I was born thinking, I can't, you know, I've got to, I can't fail this time. Right. <laughs> and so I've had that sort of guiding through and it's going to be easier in the future um, and a higher vibration for us to stay connected with, you know, our Akashic record, our soul. So it's not the light is getting turned on. We're not going to be totally in the dark, but we have been. And that's that's the difficulty because it's making those choices. And, you know, a lot of us have made choices in other lifetimes that we we regret. And even in this oh, lifetime. It's, totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, you, as you're talking about this, it's it's ringing bells of of what I experienced. Uh, recognizing some past lives where I wasn't a real nice person. Yeah. I mean, I was, it was um, from about 2002 to 2012 and a few times and a few times more since. But I, I, rather than going to a traditional therapist, I would go, my therapist was a, a hypnotherapist and we would do all this hypnosis work. And, and, and she worked with Dr. Brian Weiss with, um, past lives. And, and so I did a, a number of past life regressions. I recognized some really frightening, frightening experiences that I lived, you know, I was not a very nice person. And I don't, I don't buy into the fact that karma is punitive, that karma is a punishing slash cause and effect. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's, that feels too judgmental, too patriarchal, uh, Catholic, Christian. You know what I mean? Um, does that make sense? So, yeah. so uh, in, in discovering these, these few past lives where I wasn't a very nice person, um, <laughs> I, I, one of my, one of my things in life is, has been really struggling with my own self-worth. Am I enough? Um, all of that. And I had this experience in Sedona back in 2007. I had gone through the regressions that I was just telling you about, but part of me was like, you know, did I make that up? I, 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 I probably made that up. I was just dreaming or, or whatever. And so I asked, I was like, you know, all right, you guys, you know what? G give me some evidence. Give me some proof. Give me a sign. Give me something that I was not making that up. I go to Sedona, I'm with the channeler and she's doing her thing. And she, she closes her eyes, goes to where she goes, comes back. And she says, I understand what's, I understand what your, your struggle is. She says, literally like almost word for word. She saw those past lifetimes, the same thing that I saw in my regressions. And she told me that I, in this life, have been struggling with how I was so cruel in the past lives, finding it difficult to forgive myself and that I am enough, that I am okay, that I can move forward. And, and um, I came out of that. I mean, I think I had to cry for a good 20 minutes because it was so beautiful to have had the experience I did in my own regression and then to have asked for a sign, you know, and here's this, this, seemingly random, right? Synchronistic. <laughs> uh, I wandered into her store and the one thing led to another and here this information comes at me. Well, you got the answer you were looking for and that was great confirmation. Yeah. And um, you were able to help let that go, which yeah. means 
you know, you've been able to move and now you're helping so many people and just yeah. doing incredible things, you know. And we've all had lifetimes where we have done terrible things, but we can't hang on to that. Yeah. 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 Sort of letting go, just sort of moving on really and knowing that's part of the human experience and, um, you know, we can't beat ourselves up. And many of us, particularly like the old souls that have been here again and again and again and again, again, you know, self-worth is probably the biggest hurdle and self-doubt that we have to sort of, and I, you know, I had real, because the thing is, the end of my last lifetime, I just sort of ignored my whole family, I wouldn't talk to them, I was was so like, um, and I had my little face to the wall, I've seen myself, I was depressed, no one could reach me, and in this lifetime, I was born and immediately, you know, prematurely put in an incubator, and all those old feelings, like from day one, returned of oh, I'm not good enough and I've just I'm a terrible person you know all that yeah. so almost from the so, so part of my journey particularly like as a child the whole that's why I thought the self-esteem thing was so important you know for parents and yeah but now I can see like I set that up for myself to, to sort of get where I am now you know and it's all yeah. like it's just when you see where all the pieces of the puzzle fit in oh yeah 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 and and when that's what I love about about this, um, well, this, the Akashic Records, this modality, this this ability, the realness of it, because it's it's like going directly to the source. You know, it's going right, right to the, <laughs> right to the source. And yeah, and it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's quick. Like you can get the answers quickly. You can move on. You know, if you've got something that keeps coming up, sometimes like when we're letting go, of a past life memory or, you know, fear or something like that, we almost feel like we're going mad because it's almost, as we're sort of releasing it, it's like, you know, like we have to re almost re-experiencing it, mm-hmm. re-experience it. But mm-hmm. what you can do, like I do teach a really simple technique and you have an intention and you bring in the violet flame and you just say the words to release. And I teach all my level one students that. And so they can work with their own, you know, their own process and, so it's a great tool to self-awareness. And, you know, if you have any questions or you have to make a decision, you can just go on and give yourself a reading. And But when, you, when you're in the records a lot, you know, when you're in the energy a lot, you, you don't even have to almost give yourself readings anymore because, you know, you have that clarity. Mm-hmm. Because what they also do is they connect you to the soul and to your truth. And talking about, you know, being nice, you know, no good, bad person, I think, like I was not always a great person in this life, but I'm much nicer now because, you know, when you're in the energy of that pure soul energy, like you can't gossip, can't right. like you just you don't judge, like you do become a much better person. And I needed to. <laughs> yeah. And that's the good thing too, because it becomes like part of who you are and you're emanating and you just cannot go there. Completely. And so, you know, it helps in that way as well. Like it just lifts like the, the light's coming in all the time on the planet, but the Akashic Records sort of always brings more light in and it does sort of bring a lot of the other stuff sort of comes to the surface, but you can work away with that. And um, yeah, you just, yeah, so it's... when I think, I think I, I think I've been transformed in a really, you know, in a good way. And the thing is like everything you do for yourself, you're sort of helping those around you, particularly actually your families. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's, and, it's so true. That is so true, you know, and it, and it goes to the um, when you're on an airplane, you know, the at the beginning of the flight, you know, they tell us that we need to put on our own oxygen oxygen mask first in order to help those around us. And that's what you just said. It's like when we start taking care of us within, um, it, it starts to spread to those around us. Well, with with my daughter, like we tried everything, like my husband is a coach and we were like, read this, do this. Like, we were desperate. And in mm-hmm. the end, I thought, no, I just have to do what I love, be pa- passionate, be happy and stable, and that will help her. And it's, you know, it's, it's taking a while. <laughs> well, but it's it definitely, you know, it does help. And at the end of the day, like, you can worry about your child and sort of go crazy, sort of, you know, but mm-hmm. but any your child is a, a soul with their on their journey and, you know, it's up to them to decide what's right for them and it's you know you can't you can't wave a magic wand so sometimes you're just going to have you have to just get on with your life but sort of understand that 
you know, what you're doing for you is actually helping, you know, helping mm -hmm. them as well. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Well, you know, we were talking about the fifth dimensional space and, and the fifth dimensional space living from the heart and, you know, from that place where we are more naturally connected to ourselves, our soul, our spirit, each other, recognizing that we all are one and we all are connected and we all are so much better together. Um, you know, all of this awakening that's happening and it's, it's been happening and, and clearly is happening, you know, it's just, it's, it's beautiful to witness. It's beautiful to be part of. I mean, it's not easy, but you know, it's, it's it is. awesome. Very lucky. The thing yeah. about the Akashic Records is it does create this little force field of 5D energy around you. So it makes it easier to connect with the field, <laughs> yeah. which is sort of around the planet and getting stronger by the day. Mm -hmm. And just to, you know, connect with the, the unity consciousness, just all that, that beautiful energy. And yeah, so it's, um, it does help that. And it also is activating our quantum DNA, <laughs> which I've talked about earlier. But yeah, I mean, that was something that could not, that DNA it was 90, over 98% of our DNA. It could not express itself in that old energy. And scientists called it junk because they thought, well, it doesn't got a purpose, but it has. <laughs> it's actually the gateway to our soul. And we're all going through this process where it's getting activated. There's layers that connect us to our, our soul, its wisdom, past lives, our Lemurian aspect, Pleiadian, everything. So it's all there. And I think... What I understand is it's activated to a level of about, say, 37% at the moment. And oh. I've read that Jesus was activated to 80. <laughs> but oh, the future wow. activate. Okay. It's getting, it's, getting, it's getting higher all the time. And the Akashic Records can sort of, it's one way, like it's a portal, it's a gateway to that energy, so it can sort of accelerate the process. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, amazing. Mm. I love that you're talking about um the extraterrestrials the, the the other life the other life out there that we you know uh, have speculated about have questioned have wondered have searched you know i think i think i think so many of us in our youth would you know look at the stars and always wonder and then of course you know you've got all of the you've got star wars and star trek you know that that started to explode in the 60s and 70s and and you know to where we are today how connected to us are they? Um, very, very connected. Like I know a lot of people that speak light language, so that's pure language, dialects from the stars. Like I don't. I've got a sister who's really well known for it, and I just I don't know if it's quite my thing, but I know that within my DNA there'll be memories of how to do it. Um, and I just feel they're around, like they're a bit weary of human beings. <laughs> I don't blame <laughs> because them. Because we're so sort of barbaric and, but they're definitely making their presence felt and, you know, trying to, trying to assist. What I understand is that the Pleiadians are help, trying to help us the most. Most of us on a soul level step down through the Pleiades. So we've all been Pleiadians. This is what I, I believe. Um, the Syrians help them. So they're like a, spiritual grandparents oh interesting the Arturians help them, you know? i was just gonna say what about the arturians because i think that's where i'm from ah uh, okay that's interesting because i i really relate to sirius but i know i probably stepped down through the pleiades because it's you know it's closer it's a fifth dimensional place yeah. um yeah the arturians are lovely like they're really i i sometimes look i'm working with someone i'll bring them in to help with healing mm -hmm. particularly physical physical healing and I'll sort of feel their presence and, you know, you can ask them because they, once you create that little beautiful high vibrational space, it's sort of easy for them to step in and assist. So they're just there and it's just a question, you know, as you know, because you are you know a lot about spirit and connecting to to spirit, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, they're there, but you have to sort of ask for the help. Well, it's true. And well, like any relationship, it's a give and a take. It's a, you know, you, you participate in a relationship. Um, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's absolutely fascinating. I years and years ago, somebody once told me, actually, that same lady, that same lady told me that I was Arturian, and I had no idea what that meant. 
But after that, suddenly, as synchronicity would have it, I stumble upon this book called We the Arcturians, which is a channeled book. (laughs) You know, I I was looking for it, but here it was right in front of my face in this old bookstore. And I thought, okay, there's something about this, you know, so and I still I was just reading it uh, the other day again. And it's it is really interesting when you start to discover these really seemingly out there aspects about yourself and you ask for guidance and you know and and all of a sudden these synchronicities just kind of line up and you're like okay well there's something to this and then you know developing a relationship is well the thing is yeah it's it's give and take so you have to Mm -hmm. with the Akashic records like you get the information but you have to sort of act on it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. be grateful for it and then it sort of strengthens it it's interesting because Linda Howe's book literally jumped off the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Found it. I, I went somewhere and I thought, there's a book here I have in the shop. And I went and it was like, mm, I could, it was actually, there was a copy in the window. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't really ignore it. The, the great thing about the Akashic Records too is it's got really, it's great for manifesting. So it's not all about the clearing, releasing, letting go of old, old programming and limitation and, you know, all the memories of suffering and being persecuted and betrayed and killed and Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing it to others. Like we've all had those lifetimes, but the energy, because it responds directly to what you're thinking, it's fantastic for manifesting. But, you know, if you're feeling a lot of fear, obviously it works that way too. So Mm -hmm. that's why, you know, it's good that there's a tool to sort of release all the stuff that might be clogging up your field. And then, you know, the more sort of pure it gets, it's almost like you think of something, it happens immediately. Like I was thinking, I I just need to go on some podcasts and then I got your email. (laughs) I thought it was sort of working, but it doesn't always work that well. You know what I mean? So it's a great manifesting energy, you know, and it's about thinking really clearly what you want, but being careful what you wish for. Yeah. 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 That that that's a very true statement too, because uh, you know there's there's really no going back. It's like it's like the Matrix, you know, in that movie, The Matrix, where where he gives Neo the option of the blue pill or the red pill. Well, do you want to take the red pill where you stay in this sleepwalking state, or do you want the blue pill where you are aware of the reality of life? If you choose neither you already know of that option. So it's like, it's already inside you, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's already, it's already part of your consciousness that there is more and there's more of a reality than what we are experiencing today. I, I wonder, I would love to have a session with you. There's so many questions that I have about not so much about my life, but just like humanity where we are and like, uh, within this ascension, I find it so interesting because as we are, more and more of us are waking up. It, it seems to be more chaotic than than ever, more chaotic. In, in the United States, the, the mass shootings are just mm. off the charts. I mean, I just saw something come across my feed earlier today that that this last weekend, we had a holiday weekend with Memorial Day. And there were 17 mass shootings and 156 people died. And, and I just like, I just, I wonder what, 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 yeah, what is happening? You know, I'm quite proud of my country. (laughs) It's got, it's not perfect, but we had a prime minister who's now left a woman, young woman who we had a terrible mass shooting here. And now we've got gun really regulations and yeah, Mm -hmm. it's possible, but it's probably easier to do in a country of 5 million people than, you know, the US. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but no, the key thing is like things are getting worse, mm-hmm. but it's just part of what needs to happen before things get better. I, I agree. That's what I've said too. It looks like chaos, but the thing is, a lot of these things are all, well, the mass shootings, not on that scale, but now we can sort of immediately in our living rooms hear about things. Mm-hmm. So it just has to, there's this, because we're a planet of duality, um, the sort of a lot the light and the dark, and we were sort of talking before about how we've sort of played dark roles in other lives and light roles, and um, so at the moment, you know, there's I I believe that there are aspects on Earth that are sort of clinging or souls that are clinging, you know, they don't want things to change because yeah. it's, they've got a an interest in 
having power control, blah, blah. So there's a bit of, there's definitely a lot of resistance and a lot of fight back. But, yeah. you know, the light is winning. It's going to win. I talk about this quite a lot in my second book, Tragic to Magic, Beyond oh. Suffering with Records, because it's not just about the, I talk about my sort of story a bit, an update on the fit my family, but it's also really about what's happening on the planet. I, and I love that title, Tragic to Magic. Beyond suffering yeah. with the Akashic records, tragic to magic. Yeah, what what's yeah, happening so right now is tragic. We're going and... from tragic to magic, and mm-hmm. what I'm noticing was just so many more miracles happening, mm-hmm. and we have to focus on that because if we focus on the fear, you know, it doesn't help us and it doesn't help anybody. Because as you know, like talking of the matrix or the field, like it all goes out there, you know, and it affects everyone. So it's just you know, it's really important just to. Try to stay in that little space of, of 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 love, of hope, of faith, of trust, of joy, and the Akashic records make it makes that easier, actually. Well, sort of, I would imagine. I mean, if, you, if you're accessing that daily and that is the energy in there, then how could it not? But improve with all of those, all those vibes. You know, that's beautiful. Uh, I know. And so that's how that really helped me. So that's why now I'm really stepping more into a teaching role in trying to give these mm-hmm. tools to as many I love that. Yeah. Thank you for all of that work. Thank you. It's really beautiful. Chris, this has been so enlightening. And I, there's so many places I wanted to go with this, but we like, you can only get in so much time. And look, we've been talking for an hour already. <laughs> so. <laughs> I I hope to have you back. I, I I'm definitely going to have a reading with you so that I can discuss my experience and we'll talk about it because yeah, I want to talk read about it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'd like yeah. one with you. I I lost my mother. <laughs> oh, I can totally. Let's trade. I'll do that with you. I was so proud of my mother because she died on the twenty second of the twelfth, twenty twenty two, and I thought, what well, you know, it was unexpected, but I thought, what great numbers, you know? Amazing. Um, and I, I wanted to communicate with her and I'm not, you know, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's totally do that. It'd be fabulous. It'd so be Chris, fabulous. Um, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your books. Um, the Your first book, The Magic of the Akashic Records, Understanding Our Soul Journey, which published in 2015. And then your second book, Tragic to Magic, Beyond Suffering with the Akashic Records, published in 2021. Oh, that's a newer one. Okay. Yeah, I want to get those books too. Yeah, please tell us where they can find you, where they can find your books and your okay. classes. Okay, so if if my website is www.akashicreadingsnz.com, if you go on the homepage, there's sort of, um, and go down the bottom, there's extracts from the books. There's a link to buy the books. They're mainly, if you live don't live in New Zealand or Australia, are mainly through Amazon at the moment, but they are there is an ebook version and but some other outlets um outlets sort of have have them as well. We used to have book depository, but that is no more. Okay. Recently. So so through Amazon and if if on my website there's details about the workshops, I run online classes, a level one, level one, level two, level three. The details are there. I have got one coming up. Um, it's my last one for a while, and it's it's uh, starts on June the eighteenth. It's level one. It's on Saturdays in the US, but will be Sunday morning in New Zealand. So the timing for the US is quite good. It's on a Saturday afternoon, and there's a level one course that runs into level two. And I'm just starting doing the level three practitioner course online as well, because up until recently it's just been like a residential course, yeah. but now I'm, I'm I'm doing that. So the details of all that. And if anyone that any has got any questions, they can email me uh, at. I think you'll put those details up, will you, Jeffrey? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll have all of that in the show notes. I'll have it all yeah. in the on YouTube. All the links for everybody to click to and fantastic, and, fantastic. Yeah. So, Chris, thank you so much for for being here. I'm. This has been a a real eye opening experience, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. No, well, I love the Akashic records. I could talk about them all day. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I just I, so thank you for the opportunity. I'm really grateful to you, and I've loved this time with you. Thank you, me too. And thank everybody, you. we've loved this time with you out there, all the viewers on YouTube, the listeners on the podcast. 
take a look at Chris's information, her books. I'm going to get the books and I'm going to have a reading with Chris and um, I'm going to record it so that I can share with you guys all of this amazing information to show you how important it is and how transformative it is. So again, thank you, Chris. Everybody, we'll be again, we'll be back with you again next next week. Be well. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Thank you.